On this episode of War No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Maddie have an actor on the podcast to talk about the upcoming live performances in Great Falls, Montana. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Maricela Hazard. And we're no damn experts. But today we have an expert who is killing Alice in Wonderland, but also bringing us (laughs) eight performances (laughs) about a comedy that has big egos, small seductions... Something of the sort, Tianta Stevens, the Welcome. owner. Welcome. <laughs> I think that was the most confusing introduction ever. <laughs> Today's the last day for Escape uh, the Falls oh, okay. to go uh, into Alice the Wonderland escape room. I true. saw that post and you know, cried a little. Yes. So, so. Tianta has um, Escape the Falls and also Act Normal Theater, but she's here to talk more about Act, Act Normal Theater. Yes. But before we get into that, what's replacing? Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Okay, so yes, we are retiring uh, one of our escape rooms. So not killing her? No, yeah, we're not killing her. (laughs) We're retiring her and um, Wonderland altogether. And so uh, in that space that that room is currently in, I'll be dividing it up probably at least into two rooms. Okay. But then we will be opening hopefully at the end of March, first part of April, Deception Depot. Oh, yes. And that, but that's actually going into the room next to it. And so where Alice in Wonderland is currently, I'm hoping to put a pirate themed room in. Oh. So you're going to use that door then still? Maybe is that door for the Alice in Wonderland still going to be used in the pirate one? I hope. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, okay. Not this is sure. exciting. That, that one's still under construction in my head. Well, I don't know how you come up with all this stuff to begin with. So just a creative mind sitting down there in downtown Great Falls trying to figure out how to scare people. <laughs> well, yeah, she refused to go into asylum or spooky room. Well, did you see asylum? No, don't. because I probably would be scared as well. Yeah, I don't know why anyone would want to see that unless you're just tormented as a child. But wanna... people do like murder mysteries. Such as Act Normal Theater. Ooh, there we perfect go. Perfect segue. So Act Normal Theater, you guys are opening on March 4th. Is that right? Yes. So opening night is this Friday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this Friday, March 4th. <laughs> You're ready, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've been working on the set. I'm covered okay, in we, paint currently. Yeah, okay, we can say that you're covered in paint. I'm glad. Yeah, okay. So. It, it's what we call Hell Week. Or technical week. Uh, So we're, you know, getting down to the nitty gritty before opening night on Friday, you know, finishing touches on, you know, painting, all the technical aspects. Where is it going to be at? So we are running every Friday and Saturday for the month of March at Times Square Event Center. Oh, okay. And it's a dinner and a show. It is, yes. And so this is a new venue for us. Uh, for the past nine years, we had been up at the 3D. 
Okay. Uh, which was a great partnership for us, but we've uh, kind of outgrown that space up there. And so uh, we just needed a little bit more elbow room. And so now Times Square Event Center down on Central Avenue. About so, how many people normally attend this? So normally we sell out all of our shows with a capacity of about 55 per night. And, oh. and that capacity is going to increase at? Yeah, um, we're looking hopefully to pack them in at about 65. Ooh. Oh. So get your tickets early, people. Yeah, That's it comes right. at dinner, too. It does. A three-course meal Holy. Uh, by the chef that um, is there at the event center, I, I Sorry, I don't know the gentleman's name. But yeah, that's all right. Right. I do know that the food is fantastic, though. Well, so. I saw there was going to be stuffed pork, um, some chicken, roast beef, and then there's a salmon. Salmon. I don't know why. Salmon. I said. <laughs> yeah, no salmon, but salmon. Yes. Salmon. <laughs> I never say weird, words weird. Okay, so there's, well, that one came yeah, out pretty straight. Salmon option. So I'm excited for it. I need you to, to explain some basics to me. I don't know if Rebecca is as dim-witted as me or not, but when <laughs> we look at the production title, it says, Ken Ludwig's A Comedy of Tenors. So who's this Ken guy? Yeah, who's Ken Ludwig? And he, is he, he part of your crew? Of the show. Oh, <laughs> no, he, he's the playwright. So, oh, oh, the guy who wrote the story. Correct. So Ken Ludwig is the playwright. Okay. So, uh, in a so this would be a different, like, uh, if it was Rebecca Ingham's Comedy of Tenors. That might be a different story than Ken Ludwig's. Yes, you would not want to go see that show. But <laughs> <laughs> we are going to see Ken's. Okay. But you do want to see Ken Ludwig's A Comedy of Tenor. So that's that's just the playwright. Okay. So it's Act Normal Theater presents Ken Ludwig's A Comedy of Tenors. Okay. okay. So, which is a show that's based in 1936 Paris Ooh. in a fancy hotel suite. And it is uh, Henry Saunders. He's the impresario who... He's the producer. He uh, is bringing in three tenors to produce the the uh, concert of the century, and Ooh. mayhem ensues. How so, much mayhem? Yeah. So this is a, a bedroom farce. So oh. uh, w- uh, what a farce is? Uh, there's a lot of door slamming, mistaken identities, very oh, fast yes. action. Uh, so so that's what this show is a bedroom farce. Um, so a lot of innuendos. Perfect. It's it's just, yeah, from the top to the end, it's just fast-paced, and it's hilarious. How long does the um, performance normally last? So this will be about two hours, but that includes your your dinner as well. So so we we open, uh, we'll run a scene, then we break, salad is served. Oh. And then we, you know, continue the act and then uh, take a break. Dinner is served, and then we come back for the second act. Tianto, is there a stage that you perform on, or do you integrate in and steal people's food? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of the shows that we do do are audience participation or interactive. Uh, this one is not. Okay. okay. But when we do do... I love it. I say do do. <laughs> I love it. When we do do an audience participation, it's more of an interactive, whereas we're breaking what we call that fourth wall okay. and just uh, interacting with the audience. But we never pull anybody up from the audience that doesn't okay. want to come up. Um, but there have been shows where we do bring people up on the stage. Um, but this one is neither. So uh, this don't one worry is, about that. Yeah, okay. So that's not going to happen. So this one is just a straight comedy. Uh, we're not, yeah, so so if you no, do come so. to the show, please, please don't... Um, try and interact? Try, yeah, don't try to participate. 
So I, what you stay in your seat and just view and, and enjoy. enjoy. Yes. So what do those people call them before? Hacklers? You don't want any hacklers that, so that are heckler? trying to get... Heckler. There we go. Gosh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> which is interesting because I, I, there's a, a line in the script that I just know somebody's going to pipe up the opinion on. So. <laughs> How many actors are performing yeah. in it? In uh, the... So this show, we have seven. Okay. There's seven characters. And how were they cast? Are they part of your group? Did they yeah, audition? Yeah, so we, uh, we are a troupe, and so, um, w- which is always in flux, I guess. So okay. it can, uh, sometimes it's between 12 and 15 people. Uh, so I just, I, when I cast a show, I just draw from the actors that I currently work with. Not to say that we're not open um, for new members um, so maybe about every two years I will hold an open audition. So for anybody who wants to um, audition for the troupe is welcome to do so. I don't audition for individual shows. Okay. Uh, because a lot of times I'll, when researching a show, um, I pick from kind of like who I already have in, in my troupe and who I have in mind. And so... Oops, I hit a spring on the mind. <laughs> we do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Try that again. <laughs> okay, so you bring in these actors for your troupe, and you have your show in mind. So then they are the same people that are gonna that normally perform with you during the holiday or Halloween um, fundraiser. Is that what you did also at the Heritage Inn past year for Act Normal? Okay, yeah, for my yeah, that's uh, the night of making stuff up. Yeah, yeah, the night Night of of the the living living ales. Ales. Night of the living ales. Yes, that's just something that we um, that they've been generous generous enough to invite us to participate in, and it's just a bit of a fundraiser for us. And we usually run. I'm sorry. You guys act crazy. Well, uh, we're usually in character of some sort. Okay. Um, I see. Like this last year. Oh yeah, we were uh, like kind of Star Trek type carrier care. And we had a photo booth. It was okay. like um, it was a giant photo booth that people could get in and look like um, packaging for a doll. Okay. Oh. So you would pose and you look like a live action posable figurine. figurine. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That so, is pretty neat. Yeah, so we do different things like that. We've gone as the Adams family. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we were Bob's Burgers one year, and so usually when usually we run carnival type games. Okay. And um, this year, we, no carnival, last year, I guess, carnival games, we didn't run those, but we had that photo booth. Okay. Um, not sure what's happening next year. Um, yeah. Well, I know you guys are recovering. Um, you know, I hate to mention COVID and that, but I know you're still recovering, but you're coming back and we have the return of these performances in March, which we're super excited about. Are there going to be more shows? Oh, certainly. Yeah. Well, COVID. This year? Um, yeah. Like all businesses here, it really, it really impacted us. And we were in the middle of a run of Clue. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I was Mrs. White. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, we were shut down in the middle of our run. And so that was, you know, a huge financial loss for us. And so because these, these shows are quite expensive for us to produce. And so um, the proceeds from one show, a run of a show, is funding the next show, which oh. in this case is a Comedy of Tenors. Okay. And How so, long will Comedy of Tenors run? Like, are you just doing it a weekend or is it multiple no, it's, weekends? Yeah, it's every Friday, Saturday in March. Okay. So that would be eight shows. 7 p.m. Yep. Yes, 7 oh, starting p.m. Starting the 4th. I'm excited. Perfect date night, right? Yes, it is. It is. Doors open at 6 o'clock. There's a no-host bar. 
Oh, perfect. And then uh, your three <laughs> For those of meal. you that like to drink any Not kind hosted. of <laughs> drinks. <laughs> yeah, and I hate to say this, but yeah, we kind of encourage people to drink because it just makes us that much more fun. Funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, too. I mean, you need that. Loosen yeah. up. You're going to laugh. Um, but that always goes along with, um, you know, one of the rules that we have. Um, the first rule, you know, turn off your cell phone. Second rule is if it's funny, laugh. Because we can, we can always tell when, you know, people want to laugh, but they're like, looking around they're self-conscious you know it's like yeah, yeah laugh, no it was please. funny go ahead and laugh yeah. and that that helps us too because then we know that you're having a good time and we yeah. feed off of that so so uh you've been doing this for a while what is one of the worst things that can that an audience participate participant can do to just really set you off on <laughs> performing well well speaking of drinking too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes at the most inopportune time, they'll, you know, interject and come running up on stage. That, that's happened. So, Don't do that. Yeah, that was, you know, the professionals that we are, we ran <laughs> with it. it. And okay. yeah, it was. Got them back in their seats and out the door. <laughs> it was interesting, though. So, so uh, laugh if it's funny. Don't drink too much and run up on stage. Yep. Don't heckle. Anything else that we should know? The cell phones. Okay. And it never fails when we make that announcement. Somebody's always in the bathroom, uh, and then they come out. So, how about taking pictures? Yeah, yeah, no pictures or video. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm always sometimes, sad. You know, just keep your brain memories. Oh, and, and another thing we we do ask people again not to come up on stage, and that includes a lot of times people like to take selfies on the stage beforehand. Oh, but it is a set, and there's certain things that we're aware of that they don't know about that could be a safety hazard Issue. to them Ooh. and so yeah so yeah we discourage don't. that don't do that either okay and you guys said you normally sell out so people obviously need to buy their tickets now while you're listening to this you're gonna just yep. go to the link in the bio link in show notes whatever just find the link get the tickets pick your options for dinner easy enough show up eat drink and laugh your butt be off merry. be, be merry. merry that's right so if this sells out and you're profitable, hopefully you are, what's this going to fund? Is there a show in your sites that you want to do next? Yeah. Besides Rebecca's... Um, Rebecca, Rebecca Ingham's comedy, comedy of, of tenors. Rebecca Ingham's comedy of sopranos. There yeah. we go. <laughs> I'll start working on the, on the play tonight. <laughs> uh, there is a show I have in mind, but... I, I don't want to announce it yet. That's fine. Because right. I haven't secured the rights to it. Okay, yeah. And but so, do we know time frame? Um, Maybe that one is going to take uh, as far as production um, a while. So I, I don't, you know, okay. usually usually we take the summer off. I am actually considering doing a show over the summer. Um, it's a two person show, and this this one would be a drama, which we always do Ooh. comedies. Uh, and so I don't know that it would necessarily be a dinner theater show, but. Um, I, well, I, I could tell you this one that I'm considering. I'm looking at Misery. Okay. Remember the movie? Oh, Misery? yeah. Yes. Yeah, this one's a stage play. So I am considering that. And it, it's kind of spooky and creepy. Right. And I think, yeah. I think that'd be kind of fun. That'd so be I'm fun. considering, you know, maybe over the summer doing doing that one. And both of these shows would fund our fall production, which I'm really excited about, but I can't say what it is yet. So, um, so the troupe obviously has to rehearse. Um, so, how much practice goes in before a performance? Oh my goodness, lot, lots of lots of hours. Uh, so, 
We do rehearse five nights a week for two months. Oh, my. But then there's also rehearsal time on their own. So mm-hmm. okay. So when you're not at rehearsal, you're rehearsing your lines on your own. You're memorizing your lines on your own. So, you know, it's it's a lot more than just that five days a week or two months. And then on top of it, there's everything else. There's the construction, uh, you know, the painting of the set, et cetera, et cetera. So there's, there's a lot of hours that go into one of these productions. But that's not what we want people to focus on when they see the show. You know, we don't want them. We want them to admire the set and then have fun with the show. Oh, no, right. I'm, yeah. I'm disagreeing. I want everyone to know that these <laughs> actors took months to, to practice. prepare. Yeah. They spent five days a week because they're not full-time actors. They do have other jobs. Yep. They took five times a week to practice. Then they ran lines with their significant other who hopefully can tolerate them at, <laughs> at their practice level because I'm sure they're, they're divas while doing it. And so that way they remember to turn off your darn cell phone and, and just immerse yourself and, and in this performance. Because that's what they should know. This yeah. isn't just uh, it is fly just, by night. Yeah, it's an awesome date night for us. Great dinner. It's going to be good. But when I go there, I need to know that the people invested in this and they spent their time and their energy. So you better laugh. Come on. Because otherwise you're just going to go in there and be like, oh, this is just a a quick production they threw up. No, Tianta's yeah. sitting here with paint on her hands. And I, I really want to know what you were painting. Because when you called earlier, you said, I have to get this set done because, well, it needs to drive before rehearsal, <laughs> before people get here. So what were you painting? So uh, this morning I was painting. Uh, so it's a hotel suite, the setting of the play. And, it, and it's all in the details, you know, because um, right. in the back, uh, upstage, there's a riser with stairs. So when you come in to the hotel suite, uh, you're on a kind of a platform, then you come down the stairs into the living okay. area. So those risers were tiling. Okay. And so I have oh. to paint them first. I have to put um, primer down first before we actually put the tiles down. So oh, okay. And oh. then, you know, I was lamenting the other day. I'm like, who's even going to notice these beautiful tiles that we spent so much money on? So, everybody will. Now everybody, everybody will. Now everyone's going to know the tiles were the reason. Pay attention. Yeah. Okay, so come here for the tiles. So I have seen in the past when people do live performances, sometimes they have to play more than one character. Is anyone in the troupe playing more than one character in the comedy, in Ken Ken Ludwig's comedy of tenors? Uh, Not in this production, no. But we all are wearing several hats because... Uh, you know, I'm I'm the managing director of the company, so I'm directing the show. Uh, we have Megan Wakeley; she's the assistant director and stage manager. Plus, she plays a role, a part, oh. in a character in the show. So everybody, uh, you know, we have Andy Southon. He uh, designed the set, which it looks fabulous, and so he's put a lot of time into constructing it. So everybody, you know, the whole troupe is is doing something. Um, Liz, she she's made a tongue. I'll leave it at that. So um, yeah, so come see the tongue and the tiles, and uh, you know, so everybody's doing something. Everybody's you know, so it's it's not just learning your lines and coming to rehearsal. You're expected to do you know above okay. and beyond. So. so there's clearly a passion with everyone who's involved in this kind of live performance experience. Can you tell us where the troupe hangs out? Like, are they teachers? Are they accountants? Are they 
bikers? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they doing in our community when they aren't doing all this other fun stuff? Sure. So, um, so I'll, again, Megan Wakeley, she is a music instructor. Um, she does opera, oh. and so oh, she's wow. also going to school getting her, I think she already has her master's. I don't know. Is there something else beyond master's? Doctorate. Doctorate. There you go. Yeah. I think that's what she's... Dr. Yeah. Megan. Dr. Yeah. Megan. So I don't know. I mean, she, yeah, she's, amazing. she's amazing. So um, and then we have uh, Sean McGuire. He works for a nonprofit here in town. Okay. Um, he's invaluable. Uh, we got Josh Wendt. Uh, he's your, your actor. He's uh, a waiter as well. So, oh. Uh, we have Liz uh, Lover. I think. Sorry if I mispronounced your name, Liz. That's uh, all right, but Liz. But she works at a floral shop here in town. Okay. Oh, so creative My design. My Viola. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, My Viola downtown. So, yeah, so she's, you know, very creative that way. Andy Sothon, he uh, has his own production company, uh, Answers from the Void. And so he's he's available for commercial work. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he does, you know, voiceover work. Um, so he understands all the sound components, making sure all of that works really well. Right. And then we have Dylan Storm and uh, Lucky Guy. He gets to work with dogs all afternoon. So at one oh. of the Ooh. We do have places. a coworker here that does not like dogs. So We just learned it. Just, oh, no. Yeah, I know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Hmm. Not to add something to a question in the beginning when you meet someone. <laughs> Do you like animals? <laughs> but what is there, or is there something that an audience member should know that they might not pick up right away for this performance that you want them to know? Like, hey, you wouldn't know this, but you should look for this in the beginning of the production. Or no, just absorb what you can. Yeah, I think I think the show, it, it unveils itself actually pretty rapidly so yeah <laughs> there, it's not a slow burn by any means it's, it's um again it's a farce so it's very fast-paced okay um and it you know from the get-go it, it's chaos and it, mayhem and it's fun so yeah so i i think um yeah i think audiences uh they just get immersed very quickly in, okay. in what's happening in the characters and the action so there'll be tables set up. So if a, a party no, had, we no. expect people to eat on the floor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. She's coming yeah, along. Came out. <laughs> right. Well done. So, how are people going to be eating their food? It's family style. Um, yeah. So we call it um, communal dining. Okay. So uh, you will, in most likely event, be sharing your table with okay. someone, unless you're a larger party. So okay. if you have like a party of six. Yeah, you'll get your own table. But if you're party of two, there is a possibility. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, not necessarily that you will be, but there is a possibility that maybe you'll be sharing a table with four other people, okay. which is actually fun. A lot of times you people, oh, yeah. you know, they'll be like, I, what? I have to eat with strangers? You eat with strangers all the time. Yeah. Just... And then by the end of the evening, though, we, you know, we see people are exchanging phone numbers and buying each other drinks. And it's, it's really cool. Well, yeah. that's what I'm questioning is while you, you know, open with a scene and then the salad is served... Is everyone going to be chit-chatting, guessing, like, oh, my goodness, are they going to be reviewing the show? Is that what you would think people are going to do and try and... Yeah, we get a lot of people. We can hear them out there, you know, discussing the show. But we also hear people talking about, you know, grandmother's recipe and, you know, well, yeah, <laughs> it's whatever, you know. If I was a character in your show and I heard someone in the audience guess things correctly too much so, I would go rogue. 
But I changed <laughs> change the script because I don't want them to be right. <laughs> that would just yeah, mean. you're backstage telling everyone, <laughs> okay, remember we were going to do this we'll and you had four. all those lines memorized. We're going to change it all up. Yeah, everybody this is you. not going to happen now. <laughs> so, okay, I am ready to do all this, but I want to know if I go and do this dinner and a show for a comedy of tenors, the next production um of this type, is it also going to be at Times Square Event Center? Do you think you're going to stay at this venue for a while? Um, you know, that remains to be seen. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's been great thus far uh, being there. Uh, but, you know, it, it just kind of depends on their availability, the space. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, what they have going on. I know we're getting into their wedding season. And so mm-hmm. I know that space is um, used quite a bit for weddings and wedding receptions. And if I'm looking at doing something over the summer, I don't know if that's going to be available. Uh, the show that I'm hoping to do next season, next fall, I, I'm not sure if the set requirements would work in that space. Oh. Okay. So. Okay. So, so we have to keep our options open. Because I was going to make excuse of like why I could come and maybe like take photos so that I'd be like, oh, this is what you can ex- <laughs> what you can expect next time. Trying and to maybe bond like, it off on work time. Yeah, I could try. Um, <laughs> doesn't seem like that's going to work, <laughs> but doesn't mean I won't go. I'm definitely going to go with my husband. We're either going to go this Friday or next week Friday, so we're excited. Pretty exciting. Yes. I know that you have two different businesses, and they deserve both their own equal. Um, but I do want to... Do you want me to step out the door? Yes, and then you can come back in as the Escape the Falls owner hat on it. When I talked with you last at Escape the Falls, you had the new murder room, the one that was sent in... What room was it? Room 10. That that just sounds so funny, the murder room. (laughs) There was not a murder that happened there. There was like room There was a murder that happened there. Yeah, so it's room 745. 745. Okay, how is that one going? So that one has shown itself to be our most difficult room. Really? So the time to beat on that is, I think, 48 minutes. And it's a brain twister, stumper, whatever. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's our smallest room, so... We don't advise more than four people in okay. there. Okay. Uh, it is a 1970s hotel room, and you need to solve the murder that happened within that room. So rather than trying to escape the room, like our other escape rooms, this one you need to solve the murder that happened. Otherwise yeah. you get murdered next. And then they have a room, 746, <laughs> which is your <laughs> Where all the dead bodies are piling Just up. Just keep piling up in there. <laughs> Do people ever like want both experiences where it's like an escape? Oh, like someone sneaks into the escape room and <laughs> yeah. Well, and actually, our um, the video we have at the escape room that we show everybody before they go in do an escape room. It, it talks about um, you know there may be live actors in this room. Please be kind to them and blah blah blah. And so um, I, I get a lot of people. They'll say, "Are there live actors in this?" And I'm like, "Nope." Only dead ones. Oh, that's my favorite setup. That's the asylum one. Yeah. The... Yeah, but we don't we don't have any actors in our escape rooms. Um, my insurance actually does not allow it. And huh, you know, and and that's also a lot. Ask you know, like for example, if we had an actor in asylum and they had to get zombified, 
you know, just for an hour and then, you know, yep, you know, you know come back in four hours, would you, you know, for another booking? Or, yeah. No, it's, I am definitely against live actors in escape rooms. I believe I told you I went to escape room uh, on a girl's trip once and there was a live actor, a zombie. Funny that you mm-hmm. say that. I I got hurt pretty bad because I wasn't supposed to touch them and just... <laughs> Yeah, I've heard I'm stories about yeah, yeah. You know, people punching them just you know out of fear. fear. Yeah. Yes, because it is scary stuff in there, and you think that you don't, you're not going to respond that way. You're like, oh, I know it's fake. I know it's just like a 45 hour minute hour booking. No, I did that virtual reality at um, right. Game Night Lounge. Yeah. When you immerse yourself in it, it's completely scary, and I would definitely. Well, punch you're locked. Here's here's the deal. If you've never, if you know nothing about escape rooms because you've been living under a rock for a while. You get locked in a room and you yeah. have to be smart enough to solve the problems to get out. Or hope that so, the three people you came with <laughs> are smart yeah, enough. But I do want to point out that you're not locked in a room. Oh, okay. I know that really freaks people out. It, okay. you know, we shut the door. You know, so, so you're not locked yeah, in. So you, there's always, you know, but there's an that, emergency escape button. Or there's that idea that you, you have to rely on your wits in order to get out. Yes. Do many, do many, Maybe I don't have enough wits. <laughs> How many people are as scared as me? And they like sign on to the, do the experience and they're just like, nope on a rope, let's go. <laughs> like, has anyone ever done that for asylum or maybe a um, different Well, room? sometimes kids, you know, so, okay. so we don't recommend young kids. You know, seven is a, a good age. Uh, some kids for asylum, though. No, I've I've had seven year olds in there, and I've ha- I had some of them do fine. I've had others that have you know cried and want you know they'll come the kids out that and do fine. <laughs> I want to meet them. Yes. <laughs> Not in twenty years, but I'll meet them right now. Okay. But overall, I don't recommend any age under seven doing any of our escape rooms because it it does it's um, you know it's you're solving puzzles and you know. There's different solutions that may require a little bit of math or, you know, different things like that. And a lot of times those kids, they might get bored, you know, if there's oh, um, yeah. Yeah, like and, and the parents are so distracted playing, you know, that they are not observing that their kids sticking their finger in a socket, you know, or exactly. pulling on wires or things like that. So we don't recommend any kids under the age of seven. But seven seems to be a good age where kids start. They understand the concept of it. OK. And they are enjoying it. And, and they're very helpful with their parents because they, they're looking, you know, where, you know, parents might not be opening up cupboards or whatever. But kids, you know, they're looking underneath things. Oh, yeah. They're opening up. So look what I found, you know. And yeah, you're so like, they, oh, they do really well. that for three years. Thank you for finding <laughs> that. Okay. I have a question. We originally were going to do this podcast with maybe one of your actors coming in in character. Is this option still available maybe later in the month or for the next production? Because I'm now ready for it. Rebecca pitched the idea to me and was like, I don't know. Yeah, because we talked about it a while back. And And yeah, I said, uh, because I wanted us to come in, actually, the troupe in character and and do the podcast. And then, oh, yeah. Well, because, Tiana, I don't know how to respond to them. (laughs) Like, what if I say something? and And then the more I thought about it and then... I don't know, gears started turning. I'm like, this would be really cool. This is how I would interact with them. Obviously, give them a hard time. They'd probably give me one worse. Um, but I definitely want to do that, an episode, even if it's not for this production. But the next one, keep keep that as an option. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, it didn't work out this time. Just It was kind of last minute that yeah. I got back with you. And then also... A lot of um, our actors have day jobs, too. So right. yeah, We understand. Yeah, we have a day job, too. We do, too. Well, so. Yeah, what is it? 
Waitress. I don't know. No, yeah. <laughs> Great personality. <laughs> if you have any questions about Act Normal Theater or where to find Escape the Falls in Great Falls, why don't you look on the show notes at warnodamexperts.com. You could also check out our entire website at visitgreatfallsmontana.org. And it's got a bunch of information on not just Act Normal Theater and the escape room, but other things you could do. To so, make a best date night, because right. that's where you're going to start. Or an entire weekend, maybe a full week. Maybe you want to spend a month in Great Falls. We've got you covered. There you yeah, go. You can spend. You can go to a dinner theater show and then do an escape room. No, there you go. That's going to have to be spaced out in two days. I can't handle right, that much. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any questions, give me a call at 406-761-4436 or send me an email at information at visitgreatfalls.org. Thank you so much for being here with us covered in paint and sharing everything about cool live performances that are finally happening in our community again. So until you listeners are here in Great Falls, we hope you're having an amazing time planning your trip to Montana's greatest damn town. Bye-bye. We're No Damn Experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of War No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Madi have a guest on the podcast to talk about murder and Lewis and Clark. You won't want to miss this one. War No Damn Experts is produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Corda.